Hey, I'm Garrett. And I'm Daniel. And this is Modern Gaze. On today's episode, we are talking about... Disappointment. I mean, disappointing yourself, disappointing other people, never feels good. It never feels good. And I feel like the older I get, the more I hate disappointing others. So I prolong making decisions at the expense of myself Mm. and making other people happier. We're taught this at a very young age. Very young age. So let's break it down. Let's show some examples and let's share with you how it came up for us this week. Let's get into it. So if you've been along for our house hunting journey, you would have learned that we were looking to move. We got approved for a place that's not too far away from our existing house now, which we were trying to avoid and get out of this neighborhood and move to something a little bit more representative of us and a bit more vibrancy and a bit more fun. Yeah. And we apparently didn't listen to the episode ourselves because we nearly fucked up and we got the wrong place. We did. So we paid the bond for this place that's not too far away from us because we want to move ASAP. And we rushed. We rushed. We rushed into the decision. But then... The universe delivered and came through and gave us this amazing new place in a neighborhood that we love, that's closer to Garrett's work and the inner city. It's got cool people. It's just a nice neighborhood, accessible. It is the vibe. It's a vibe. So we got approved for that, but we had paid the bond for the other place next to our house at the moment. And you had to call the realtor to let her know that we needed to back out. Garrett gave me the responsibility of calling the realtor. Let's get that right. Oh, I'm (laughs) anti-confrontation, so you got to work it out, bro. So I had to build courage to call the realtor and tell her that we were pulling out of the offer. And you wouldn't do it. I just couldn't. I felt, felt di- bad. I felt shame. I felt guilt. I felt disappointed. I felt like I was letting the realtor down. You felt like you were disappointing her. Because we had committed. And I'm never one to commit to something and then back out of it. Mm. So I had a lot of shame around that. Anyway, Garrett shared with me this amazing quote from Viola Davis. When faced with the choice between choosing to disappoint others or disappointing yourself, always pick... Disappointing other people. Disappointing other people. Never disappoint yourself. And Garrett was like giving me eyes and a TED talk and being like, babe, you need to call her because we are not choosing to disappoint ourselves in this situation. It's seriously a strong quote. It it, it impacted me so incredibly that I dropped everything I was doing and I started thinking about my life and what everything around disappointment was. And it made me rethink the whole concept completely. Correct. Let me play the clip for you. Here, listen to it. When it comes down to disappointing other people or disappointing yourself, choose other people all the time it is your job in life to disappoint as many people as you can so you do not disappoint yourself i mean does that not just motivate you to be 100 percent authentically you all the time there's so much fear of disappointment We learned that at a very young age Mm -hmm. because nothing sounds worse than I'm not mad at you, but I'm disappointed. Like it's a very heavy because it comes with guilt. It comes with a lot of negative connotations about letting other people down. Mm -hmm. And it's also how people perceive you, right? It's always like, oh, they let me down. It's a failure. Yeah, it's a failure. It's a failure in your face. Correct. Let's talk about this concept of disappointing other people over disappointing yourself. And Mm -hmm. I don't think this is at all shared as a green light to like go into the world and disappoint as many people as you can. Correct. It's, it's, I think it's more obviously for when in consideration of your authenticity 
your happiness, your joy, your feeling of ultimate euphoria because you're doing exactly what you feel you need to be doing. Well, that is right for you at that time. Right. And, or even in connection to your existence, Correct. your identity, your personality, your voice. You being you. You should never deny that. Never. And we deny it all the time. Absolutely, we do. We suppress it. If you disappoint someone because you've been 100% true and authentic to yourself, let them be disappointed Mm -hmm. because it brings so much incredible greatness and opportunity. And it may not, it may just allow you to go learn the lesson that you needed to learn at that point in your life. I think speaking of identity, I felt a lot of guilt coming out to my family and owning my identity from an early age. I came out at 18, Mm -hmm. 17 and you know, that comes with coming out comes with a fear of disappointing your family or your friends or whoever might be around you, you know, because it's a fear of loss, a fear of change. Yeah, it's a fear of um, what society is going to think of you or what people in your family are going to think of you. It comes with a heavy emotion. So I think that there are many times in our life, like you said, that we have faced, especially with identity and authenticity today, that comes with a fear of disappointing others. Well, even though I grew up in a family that was really welcoming and my parents had very close gay friends and I always had gay role models mm-hmm. like in my life growing up, that made my journey, I think, a lot easier. But at the same time, it didn't because I still felt a lot of fear and I felt that feeling of I was going to disappoint my parents or I was going to have some kind of negative impact or change in my life that I didn't want. So you prolonged the decision. So I really prolonged the decision. Or the conversation, you prolonged the conversation. Yeah, and I think there's so much, what's incredible about the younger generations that I feel that there's so much more acceptance and like how you can live your life and how you can communicate with your friends about who you are. They give no shits. Yeah. Like uh, you see a lot of youth coming out earlier on mm. because they have a really supportive network and a really supportive family Yes, and it allows them to be more authentically them from a much earlier age. And then hopefully build into the character and into the person that they're going to become a lot faster Correct. rather than having all this delay that is just stopping you and you're getting almost in your own way. Yes. Like this idea of being so fearful of disappointing other people, I think is split in two because there is, you know, you have a job, you have a responsibility. Say you're a parent, like say that you have other people relying on you. You don't want to disappoint them. Correct. Like, and that's a, that's a very fair, realistic point of view. But at the same time, when it comes to you expressing what you truly, truly need and truly enjoy and what you really, really connect with and know that it would be really great for you and your family or just you and your partner or whatever, like having that balance and consideration and then allowing you to choose other people over yourself Mm. consistently is going to just drag you down. It's yeah. going to build feelings of depression. It's going to feel like you're constantly losing yourself. You're burnt out. You don't even know who you're ident- you don't even know who you are anymore. Yeah, and I, that's a lot of the times where I felt personally like lost mm. or I felt like I didn't know where I was going or someone would ask me what are my passions and I would be like uh, um it's it's because I would always put other people in front of myself or I'd put you know, the responsibility or what other people want in mm. front of what I wanted. Yeah, for sure. The 
point of this isn't to sound like selfish or to sound egotistical. You should always pick yourself over others when in certain situations, but why should we, like, what are the results when we choose to pick ourselves in those situations over others? What are the results of you choosing yourself? Yeah. I think if you like choose yourself, it's not like this idea of being, it's my way or the highway. Mm. Or if you can't keep up with me or if you don't like want what I want, then bye-bye. Mm. It's more of the idea of internally looking at yourself and what you want and being less fearful of letting others down when choosing yourself. Yeah, I, I think a lot of it is internalized and it's not actually realistic. It's mm-hmm. not actual real feelings that other people have currently or will have i think that it's a lot of your own internal voices mm. and a lot of that inter- internal voice that is saying to yourself what like is it? No, your inner saboteur your inner saboteur like it's it's actually that that's that you need to control mm. in this idea of disappointing others over disappointing yourself i think it's a much more internal conversation inside your mind because you don't really disappoint anyone until you've disappointed them until mm-hmm. they've said you've disappointed me. And and we get into these fake conversations and these fake fights in our minds, yeah, right? As before we try the to, situations even happen. Yeah. We try to process these things that are going on in our in our lives before they happen so that we can better prepare ourselves for it. But you never know which way the conversation's gonna go. But it doesn't matter where the conversation goes as long as you're getting to express the authentic one hundred percent joy and happiness that you need to express. Mm -hmm. So that comes down to like something simple and stupid as like a dinner reservation or, you know, or spending, making plans with friends and family and knowing if you're burnt out and you're really not in a good place and you really just need to take a moment and like have a spa day and just stay at home and disappoint the other person, read a book and watch some TV because you really genuinely need it because you actually are not okay. And Mm. you need to take some time and help refuel yourself. Yep. That's okay. Disappoint the other person Yes, and say, I am so sorry. I need to cancel last minute. I, I need to like just take a moment because I'm Correct. so stressed and I would really just love a break. Correct. You don't have to go into all the details. Right. But, and that other person might be like, what a flaky bitch. Mm-hmm. Now, if you're constantly doing that to other people, then yeah, Different then story. you are a flaky bitch. Yes. <laughs> but if you need to do that every once in a while, because that is genuinely what you need, fuck, fuck it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. I agree. I think you probably agree on this. The older I get, like the more... I always put others forward rather than myself. And I have been sacrificing my happiness or my wants and needs and desires to not disappoint others, Mm. you know? And I think there's a balance in that between being submissive and being dominant, because I feel like when that happens for me, I'm not in control of my life. I'm not taking control and charge to my happiness. Mm. I feel like I'm lost. I'm like sad. I'm depressed. I'm like burnt out. And it's not healthy for myself. Right. You know? Yeah. This idea of control and being that dominant or submissive person within your own life yeah. is connected, I think, because you, sure. you do want to, like, who's leading your life? Correct. You know, you or all the people in your life are leading your life. And are you allowing other people to make those decisions for you or are you going to make the decisions based on what's good for you? Yeah. So right now, who's leading your life? You or other people? Well, I would say it's definitely, I allow, I think 
right now I allow others to dictate what I'm doing, what I want and get in my head a little bit. Mm. I'm not in full control right now. I used to own my confidence a lot more and say no to things and be in control and be more dominant, you know, but I don't know. I don't, like I said in the last episode, I don't know if it's the house. I don't know if it's just the phase I'm going through. I turned 30. I don't know, girl, but I think I haven't been in control. And that's why I've been feeling burnt out and so lost with my identity because I have so many things going on in my mind all the time that I say yes to others to not disappoint them because I have too much thoughts. I know that I need to take control of my life more and I'm conscious of that and I'm choosing to do that. Yeah. Well, I mean, control. What about you? Control. I think that I have. You in control? I'm in control. Of are you everything. a dominant and submissive? I definitely am more dominant. I you guess, are more dominant. Um, Even but, in the bedroom. Oh, oh okay. Um, it's a different episode. But I think if you actually really, really think about your life in stages, I mm. think I have become more and more in control of my life and more and more focused on putting myself first Mm -hmm. as I've gotten older. I don't always do it. I definitely fall into all the categories and I definitely allow things to go on when I don't really want them to go on, but I do it out of sacrifice for other people, right? for other people's happiness Uh or expectation. And sometimes you need to do that for other people's happiness because you want them to feel happy. Correct. So it's complicated. Like it's very complicated. You know, like you do things for other people sometimes and you don't want to do it, but you know it brings them joy and so much happiness. So then you get value out of seeing that person joyful and happy. And you have sacrificed yourself a bit. Now, if you are sacrificing yourself 100% or too much that, that you can't afford, mm. then, then you need to say no. Absolutely. Like, Speaking of being in control of your life and understanding who's steering the ship also correlates to saying no more. Like just being like, no, I think as adults, we constantly feel pressure to people please by saying yes and over committing ourselves and making, I'm guilty of this, but making too many plans and catch ups and this and that where you feel tired and you don't have control anymore because you're constantly busy with your calendar. So what have I asked for? You have asked us to keep every Sunday free. Yeah. So that we can have a leisurely Sunday. So I which think I declined. You said no. You're like, there's too many things we gotta do. Yeah, because we have a lot of people. I'm a very social person. I think I I, I do get energy and I do get passion and drive in life from seeing other people. Yes, as I get older, there is a balance between recharging on my own and being in our own space with us together and da 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 but I do get energy from seeing other people. Yes. Okay. But you got Monday, you got Tuesday, you got Wednesday, you got Thursday, you got Friday, you got Saturday, Saturday, you got Sunday, Sunday, you got all the days, right? Mm. You can do anything on every day. But you can't, you're working. You still see people. I'm tired after work. I don't see anybody on a Monday. But lots of people are tired. You still like catch some drinks after work or you go to a dinner on a Thursday or, you know, you can go out any night in the week. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But my, my thing is, is how beautiful is it Mm. to wake up? on any given day and not rush and not, you've got nothing to do. You got nothing to do. I know. What, like, do you know what that sense of happiness and joy is? Like you just wake up and, uh, Oh, I can do 
anything. But that makes me more lazy. But does it matter? Maybe that's what you need. You need to just do nothing. I don't like feeling lazy. I like feeling productive. I like waking up. I like going to the gym. But you can't be in that place all the time. I can. I like it. I thrive in it. That's what I need. But then you're burnt out and you're exhausted and you're stressed <laughs> yes. and then you're complaining. <laughs> Probably. So I'm just like, you do need a, some day in there where you're like, that's the day. So the point that is. That I plan to do nothing. That doesn't mean you do nothing. No. So my thing is, is that you, go you actually flow. take one day and then maybe it is a Sunday, right? It's a slow day. It's a day to just, just vibe, chill out. But if you always wake up on a day on a Sunday, right? And you never have any plans. Mm. You can still make plans that day. I know. But you leave it to that day. That's your spontaneity day. That's your day for you mm-hmm. and only you. And if you really want to invite other people or do other things or see family, then you do those things. No, I agree. I, I But you don't make the, any plans. Yeah, no, I have a bad habit of not being able to say no to, to people. Correct. I do, which comes at me not being in control and steering the ship and then pleasing other people and disappointing myself. It all intertwines. I get it. But I just, I like to people please. I like to make other people happy. Right. And which is why we're talking about this concept of not disappointing yourself. And Correct. Choosing to disappoint other people if that's what it needs to be. Yeah. So I need to say no more and... Keep those Sundays free. Keep those Sundays free for us. Yeah. Because what's good is that you always know, you just have that moment and you'll always have it. And it's consistently there for you when you need it. And if you don't need it, then you can go out and have some drinks and day brunch. Okay. But I think the thing is everybody has packed their calendars so far in advance now that I get people messaging us saying, Hey babes, do you want to catch up on this date two weeks in advance from now? So I commit and yeah. I say yes. Yeah, because but as long as it's not on a Sunday. Well, it might be on a Sunday. Girl. Not, not good. Saturday. Okay. Next well, Saturday. Let's try it out as a trial. Okay. Let's do it as a trial. Okay. Okay. But not every Sunday. I can't commit to that. Yeah, that's I the can't. trial. No, I'll, I'll meet you in the middle and we will do two Sundays free, two Sundays I have to commit to something. So the two first Sundays of every month. Can it be odd? No. Two first Sundays of every month are unscheduled. All right. Moving forward. Unless it's a specific like major milestone birthday or a major milestone event that we have to commit to early okay, on. Like fair. Deal. Yeah, the Beyonce tickets that were never coming to yeah, Australia. Yeah. Yeah. Or the Lizzo show that's gonna be cheap now. I think we can all relate, especially as gay men, when we are dating somebody and we learn about their sexual preference in the bedroom. That's <laughs> like, a disappointment. Oh, you mean like, oh, top like, bottom oh, like oh, I thought you were a bottom, but you're a top. Yeah. Like that's a disappointment. That is a miscommunication. Like maybe it didn't get like, you know, cleared, cleared up in a conversation quickly. Or it could have been a judgment, you know, like could have been we're very quick to look at somebody and like determine their sexual position before even learning about it. Yeah, well, I'm, for me, that's just as important as sex is ice cream and sweets. And to be honest, I am disappointed constantly uh-huh. by Froyo or anything that's healthy because all I want is a gelato. I will just be constantly disappointed when I choose the healthier option. Okay, I'm constantly disappointed when I drive through the McDonald's drive-thru and bitch, my chips are cold. Oh, my you fries are around, cold. Throw, you're you're going to be viral because you're the one throwing those chips back at the poor <laughs> worker and... <laughs> 
we're canceled. Chips back. Yeah. No. 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 Yeah. Don't fuck with Dan. That is chips. a disappointment for me in life. That's fair. I'm disappointed by the casting of RuPaul's Drag Race recently. That is How, a disappointment. I love all the queens, but I'm like bad dynamic. I'm disappointed by the caliber of talent, talent. because because I know there's a lot of great drag queens in there's Australia. In, there's incredible drag queens. in Where Australia. are they? It's not represented on TV. Well, it's because the prize is only like what twenty grand or fifty grand. It's not a hundred grand, not two hundred grand. It's fifty thousand Australian dollars. Fifty thousand Australian dollars is like twenty thousand US dollars. Their drag costs that. When we choose ourselves in moments of making ourselves happier, it's so important to always choose ourselves because it's going to lead to so much more. It could lead to shit, but it could lead to the beautiful unknown. Yes. And thank you to Viola Davis for sparking this conversation because not only are you an icon and an incredible actor, you are the queen of one-liner quotes to inspire all podcast episodes. I am disappointed in no one because I'm not disappointed in myself and I don't have the time to be disappointed in other people. Well, I am choosing myself and I am disappointing others. <laughs> Actively disappointing others. Actively disappointing my, now. Yes, choosing myself first, girl. <laughs> so this is your permission, right? To disappoint other people. Go ahead, go into the world, disappoint the fuck out of everyone that you know. No! In only one way. When you are always and only leading with your true authentic self and expression of who you are and what you want and make sure that you never disappoint yourself. So always put your best foot forward and make yourself happy. And don't be a dick. Don't be a dick and be authentically you. Love you. Love you. Bye. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening to Modern Gaze. We hope you're enjoying our podcast so far. Make sure that you follow, turn on alerts, and even turn on auto-downloads so that you get our episodes first. Our episodes come out every Tuesday and they stream anywhere podcasts play. 